true stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! Hey, this is Leet, and uh, Grace is around here somewhere. Joseph is not here because he's relaxing at a cottage this week in recuperation after our Whirlwind series of live shows earlier this month, of which this is the second installment. This episode was recorded at the Toronto Fringe Festival on July 1st, our nation's birthday, 2015. And I'll see you on the other side for credits. And now, for our second mystery of the night, we bring you a tale of a young man and his mother. And a house haunted with memories. This is a Detective Jim Buckles mystery, newly discovered in the vaults of Duotang Chesterfield's mansion, entitled... Mama's Boy. A bland bungalow in the suburban outskirts of L.A. An incoherent call from elderly occupant Eliza Taylor to the LAPD. Junior detective Jim Buckles marches up to an argument in progress. Ma, come on, just sign the damn thing. Stay back! Help! I've got the pen right here, and... Uh, excuse me, folks. Uh, Jim Buckles, LAPD. What? Did you seriously call the cops on me? Where is he? Officer, put him in cuffs. They're accosting a poor old blind lady. Oh, well, not accosting. She's my mother. We're here to... To make me sign the will. But you'll never get this house, boy. Officer, don't you dare let him in or we're all doomed. <sighs> Well, hope you got something up your sleeve, Carol. I do not leave a job undone. Excuse me, maybe I can still help. I've been told I have a soothing effect on the elderly. Oh, What's you. going on here exactly? I'm trying to get my ma's affairs in order. You know, it feels like the clock is ticking. First dad dies, then she goes blind. Uh, recently? Uh, well, uh, more like ten years ago. Oh. Seemed urgent. Tom, sip your lip. Officer, a dutiful son has come to see his aging mother. Fine, provided the mother wants to see the dutiful son. Oh, she's made it clear she doesn't want to see me, and I am happy to oblige! I haven't been to this house since she went blind, but we're out of options. I'm the only living relative, so if she doesn't sign the will... Everything would go to you by default, so let's be honest with each other. Okay, so maybe there's already technically a will. Tom, this is why I said to zip it. Officer, Carol Sullivan, attorney at the end of my rope. A document drafted by Tom's mother has recently surfaced. Rudimentary, but signed and binding. It solely decrees that this property be demolished immediately upon her death. It's a crappy house in a crappy suburb, but it's all I'm going to get, and I deserve it for putting up with her for all those years. Why she want it demolished? Oh, same reason she does everything. Despite me. I'm sure your mother loves you very Don't much. even say that, okay? I was a 77-hour labor. She got so used to pushing me out that she never stopped. Out of the house, out of her life, out of the will. She's done a lot of things, but she has never loved me. It's my professional opinion that Miss Taylor was not of sound mind when she signed the document. Because? She thinks the house is cursed. Yeah. Are they gone yet? 
just as soon as we get your signature. Ma'am, I think if we all just go sit together. And... Are you as deaf as I'm blind? The curse will take us all! Uh, that's it, Ma! We're coming in! Get back! Out of all of you! Mr. Taylor, there's no need to! The cr- gang crowds into the house with Eliza Taylor's frantically swinging cane at the fore. But as the dust settles and Carol closes the door politely behind them, they take stock of the interior. Well, I hope you're happy. You just doomed us all. Whoa, my, you were uh, redecorated. Oh. Are, are we all seeing something unexpected? So it didn't always look like this? Which part? The neoclassical furniture? The 50-foot vaulted gothic ceilings? That ominous stone tunnel into darkness? Yeah, that... That's new. Huh. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a semi-rational explanation for all of this. Blathering fools! The curse has us now! Won't let us go easy! I'm having to sit down. Yeah, me too. It's some sort of trick of the light. This is crazy. Sure is! I tells you about a thousand times there's a curse and still everybody's shocked! How long has all this been here? Ten long ass years. That's around the time when your husband died and you lost your sight. It's unrelated. Quit postulating. I have an obligation to investigate this. What's down that tunnel? Oh, it's a charming little place named, um, None of Your Damn Business. Ah, oh, forget it. You want to get your grubby fingers all over the infernal labyrinth? What do I care? Just don't fall into any arcane portals. Well, obviously. Sit tight. I'm going to check out the tunnel. Well, wait. How do you know there's even an exit? Oh, labyrinth's got exits. Hard to get at, but it's gone. <laughs> I think I'll just take the front door. This is insane, and I'm leaving. Ha! <gasps> uh, if you could, uh, just please sign this will first. <laughs> so, boy, how are you? Forget it, Ma. We always end these conversations worse than we started. Also, so you know, I'm still kind of processing this whole curse thing. Uh, they said the law seems to have disappeared. You back in school, boy? Are you what? Trying. You is or you ain't is. Fine, I is, is. It's just, I'm exhausted. And it's expensive and hard. Life's hard. Yeah, it didn't have to be. If Dad were around, I'd be apprenticing at the suburb planner's office and... You got a girl? Oh. Uh, you ain't got a girl. You know what? There is, in fact, a certain Samantha in one of my classes. She sits about 20 feet down the bench from me. You going steady? Well, no, not exactly, but I have a plan. See, every day, midway through, I shift Ma, just by an inch to my left. It might not be much day by day, but give me eight months, and all of a sudden, oh, hi! Don't love my inches, boy. You love by miles or not at all. Okay, fine. If uh, we live through this, I'll propose on Monday. Tell you how that goes. All right, folks. We need to head down the tunnel. There's a room at the end. If there's an exit, it's that way. Oh, what kind of room? Uh, bedroom. Rocket ship bedspread? That sounds like my old room. Let me see. Boy, don't you gaze upon it. 
Ignoring Miss Taylor's orders, Tom follows Jim Buckles down the stone tunnel, with Eliza and Carol following grudgingly behind. Oh my gosh! It is my old room! Look at this! Ma! All my old toys! The city planner playset you guys got me! Your father got you! Oh, sorry. Dad got me. I forgot you didn't buy me toys. You just accidentally stepped on them. I'm gonna go play with it. Miss Taylor, you really don't think this is significant? Your typical arcane labyrinth specifically targets subconscious. I think my boy and I were having a sit down and you interrupted with your heebie jeebies. Perhaps if we all just took a moment to sign some legally binding documents. I have to do better than that, Missy. No, let's hang out for a bit. Look, Ma, city planner playset. I'm gentrifying the subsidized housing. Damn curse is just trying to discombobulate you. I can't help but feel there's more you're keeping to yourself here. Nope. Just a confused old blind lady. Tom, put the toys down. You're a grown-ass man. Oh, when I was six, it was, Tom, put the toys down. You're not a man yet. <laughs> hey, Ma, why did you step on them? Dad was always so happy to see me playing with them, and you... You just... had too much fun. What's happening? Uh, Describe it to me. It's another passage opening. Interesting. All right, let's keep moving. The gang uses the newly formed entrance to descend back into the darkness of the tunnel. Officer, uh, I get the feeling Miss Taylor isn't the only one who knows more than she's letting on. I've maybe run into a few infernal labyrinths uh, in the line of duty. Well, I'd call you insane, but that seems a little narrow-minded now. Does that mean you know how to get out? Well, not a lot of rules in here, just patterns. Uh, things happen in threes, probably a riddle tone in what's it at the end. But they're built for a reason. But what reason? We'll have to ask whoever built it. Something triggered that second passage, and my money's on Tom. Until we know more, probably best to stay very, very afraid. Still, as an estate valuation, there is a lot of extra square footage. Uh, a couple of throw rods, accent this, hand-cut stonework. Yeah, that glass is still a little less than half full. Hey, there's another room ahead. So, first Tom's childhood bedroom, now... It's there, don't study! Emerging from the pa- dark passage, the gang finds themselves in another incongruous room. <laughs> this is amazing! Ma, his old drafting table... All his books and tools. Oh, the junk I got rid of years ago. Oh, look! My tiny chair's still here. Uh, Miss Taylor. Boy, wait outside while I speak with the officer. Deja vu. I want to be in Dad's study and you say, go outside. Well, not this time. The curse coincided with you losing your sight. Would you say you have difficulty expressing your emotions? I'm pissed off. <laughs> How's that? I mean, if I had something to say, but couldn't find the words, I'd maybe try to find a roundabout way to... I mean, a really, really roundabout way. Uh, I mean, first Tom's childhood bedroom, now his late father's office. You know, folks who've lost their senses tend to be better conduits for For your nonsense? How did you go blind? I stuck my nose where it didn't belong. Not sure if that's sarcasm. (laughs) Miss Taylor, I just think if we work together... Who needs you? Ten years of curse! I know everything there is to know! Like why it's here! As a trap! 
But you said there was an exit. Curse wants you to choose to stay. Boy, what are you up to just now? Sitting in my tiny chair. Da, 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 da. Get out of the tiny chair. I wager you look foolish. Yeah, well, how would you know? She's sort of right, Tom. Well, fine. Maybe I'll sit in Dad's chair then. Oh, uh, everyone hold on. It's another passage opening, Miss Taylor. I got it this time, sassy pants. Pour help your poor old mother into the cursed passageway. And so the gang finds themselves walking this twisting stone path once more. Hey, Mom, why didn't you want me in Dad's study? He wanted me in there. That's why he got the tiny chair. Tiny chair made you look foolish even when you was age appropriate. Now hold on, Tom, go on. Any chance these rooms have been revealing hitherto unknown truths about you or your mom? Besides, drafting tables lead to loose morals. Mostly reinforcing. Hey, uh, there's another room up here. Big number three. Jim, Eliza, and Tom rush forward to join Carol in a nondescript living room. Describe it to me! It's just the old living room, Ma. A pre-neo-gothic renovation. Not to rush you, Tom, but uh, is being here stirring any deep-seated and emotionally charged memories? Um... Nope. Just a little gassy. Well, let's all catch our, uh... What was that? A broken plate. Don't touch it. You'll cut yourself. Don't even look at it. You'll cut yourself. Oh, wait. I, I remember this. Oh, you're looking at it, aren't you? No, I, I do. I, I remember this plate. I did this. I, I broke it on purpose. Why did I... I was so mad. But, but then clean it up and we'll speak no more of it. Oh, hold on. I was so mad because... You, Mom. You were sending me away. Dad was gone on business, and you were sending me to boarding school, and I didn't want to go, and you made me, and I got this sick feeling I'd never see Dad again, and I, and I never did. I never saw... Dad? Son! <laughs> Gregory? Dad, you're... you're... you're dead. Yes, but let's not get hung up on the details of this beautiful reunion. Tom, now come give your father a big hug. Keep away! Eliza, let's not fight in front of the boy. Tom, I've missed you so. All these years, you're all I've thought about. Shut your mouth! Uh, officer, uh, Miss Sullivan, I should introduce myself. Gregory Taylor, formerly suburb planner, uh, formerly alive, and... Architect of this infernal labyrinth? <laughs> I don't know about infernal. I created this place to ease my son into meeting me again. And then I waited. And I've waited ten long years. You were the curse? <laughs> Is that what you've been calling me, Eliza? You... You did all this for me? And you, Mom, ten years you... You knew. You knew, didn't you? You knew he was here. You knew he wanted to see me. I, I'm sure your mother was just doing what she thought was best. First, the day I let myself get patronized by a zombie, crawl back into your grave, Gregory, before oh, I... Mom, just... just shut up for once, okay? You stomp on my toys. You don't let me spend time with Dad. You push me out the door. I get it. You didn't want me, okay? You didn't want a family. But this? 
How could you do this? I broke the day Dad died! Ma, I... I hate you. Oh, son, now, now, now I built this so we could try again and do things right. No one's stepping on your toys. No one's stopping your helping me work. No one's sending you to boarding school. How about it? Don't I owe you a childhood? You don't owe me anything. It's her. Don't speak like that to your mother. Mother? <laughs> Ma, tell me how you fulfilled even the most basic definition of that word. Miss, Miss Taylor, sorry to interrupt again. Uh, but I'll need to fill out what's quickly becoming a rather complicated report. So, uh, when you stepped on Tom's toys, it was because... Because all my inbred husband bought were stupid city planner playsets. Wouldn't let me get him science kits or soccer balls. Real subtle, Gregory. What? And when you wouldn't let Tom sit with his father at the drafting table. He'd fill his head with lies. Say, taking over at the suburb planner office was the only respectable thing he could do with his life. Stay in the house, stay on this block, never live. I knew what that soul-sucking job was like. You hated it, Gregory. And so you sent Tom to boarding school. Under his father's meddling nose. Because as long as he was under this roof, my boy would never have had a choice. Never had a life. Setting him free was my happiest day. Second happiest was the day you died, Gregory. Uh, this has gone far enough. And you blinded yourself because... You what? Gregory came back. Started showing me visions of a happy family. Wanted me to tour, lure Tom back here. But he was never going to get my son again. I took out my eyes so the visions couldn't haunt me. He could whisper in my ear, but I could shout back. Enough! T Tom, you, you take your father's hand. You leave your awful, painful life at the door. Awful? Painful? He's happy, you idiot! He is not! Well, Dad, I, I mean, I am. You are not! Yeah, I'm back in school. I, I got friends, a job. I mean, it's not much, but... Well, I mean, coming back for an afternoon sounds nice, no, sure. No, only I can make you happy! I told you, you get, he's outrun you! He's ten times the man you ever were! Take my hand, son, now! No, Dad, stop! I, I don't want I tell you what you want! Of course, you can't be trusted to make your own choices. You don't want to stay? I have only one option. Uh, let us all go? Exactly. Really? No! Suck you into the spirit realm to spend eternity with me!
disappears into the maelstrom. A mighty crash of noise and flash of light leaves the rest standing in a perfectly ordinary house. So, Tom, you um, going to be wanting the house or whatever, or? No. No. A week later, Jim Buckles and Tom Taylor meet in Carol Sullivan's office to settle the Taylor estate for good. And just one more signature here, Tom. Boy, who'd have thought dying was so expensive? <laughs> Has the house been torn down yet? Yeah, last weekend. I didn't go. Place still creeps me out. But I'm actually good. You know, I get to go to my crappy job after bombing my stupid exams, but it's all mine, you know? And now I get to take out more student loans to cover this mess. Yeah. Ah, on uh, that note, your mother handed me an envelope just before. Uh, it was an account opened up in your name. Uh, she's been contributing to for many years. It's built up. She... I can pay off my loans? <laughs> No, you don't. They were both crazy. But at least one of them was on my side. And knowing she was always there for me sort of feels like she's still there for me. So anyway, this morning in class, I slid all 20 feet down the bench to where Samantha sits, and I said, Hey! <clears throat> hey. Would you like to get a coffee with me sometime? She said. You know what? Let's just focus on the asking. <laughs> the sun sets on Los Angeles. Jim Buckles returns to his bachelor apartment. Carol Sullivan to her spacious condo. But as soon as the lights are on and their coats are off, they each move to their phones and call their moms. And that's all for this week, dear listeners. This is your narrator inviting you to return next week for another adventure into the case files of Duotan Chesterfield. Until next time. Mama's Boy was written by Joseph Beebe. Jim Buckles was played by Leet Stetson. Tom was played by Justin Miller. Carol Sullivan was played by Rebecca Russell. Eliza Taylor was played by Marika Lapointe. Gregory Taylor was played by Joseph Beebe. The piano was played by Nicole Biblo, and Grace Smith was our Foley artist with special guest star Leet Stetson as your narrator. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Theater Doubletake and Joseph Beebe. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know, how has your father secretly impeded your development? Purge your heart-wrenching stories at duotangmysteries.com, and don't forget to rate and subscribe on iTunes.